Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about the business of real life. If you're a working mom or a mompreneur, this is where you want to be. This is where we share tips right off Elaine's Kitchen Table about business and parenting. Being a mom of three and wearing multiple hats, from CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisies Limited to speaker and educator, Elaine knows how valuable your time is, so this podcast is going to be short and sweet. Whether you're tuning in while driving to a meeting, washing dishes, or sitting in the school parking lot waiting to pick up the kids, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated to be that successful person you're capable of being and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. I'm so excited to have you here with us today where we talk about the business of real life. And it's right here off our kitchen table where we learn tips about how to make money. And today we're going to talk about the part two of the latte factor. So we're going to talk about the latte factor. And with us today, we are honored to have Ron Como. Ron, say hello. Hello. Now, we're talking about part two here because we talked about the personal latte factor where you threw this crazy equation at us where we discovered that when we buy, let's say we spend five bucks on a latte, which I do like lattes, but we're not really just spending five bucks. It's more like $7 and like 14 cents or something, which is crazy. And right. I want you to continue. <laughs> that's the personal latte factor, but that's nothing compared to the business latte factor that we're going to talk to now. Talk about now. But okay, let's, let's go. If right you haven't heard the personal latte factor, just check the previous episode, which is 67. And now we'll get into the business latte factor. I, re- I really like what you talked about in the previous episode where you said, okay, if we bought a, a latte for $5 a day and in one month, that's $150 that we're spending. And I know that you said that if we invested that in even on an 8% interest, it was, it was what? Over $28,000 after 10 years. That is insane. And even without that investment of of uh, that interest of 8%, it's still... $18,000. Right? Because I think 120 months times 150, it would be 18000 But for most people, they actually have some personal debt to pay down. So you are paying a percentage on that. So you're best to think of it with the percentage. Because if you're paying an average of 8%, you'd actually be saving that much money by paying down your debt. Right. Not 18000 but 28000 Okay, well, let's talk about the business latte factor. Right, and this is something I sort of made up myself because Mr. Bach talks about personal finance. He doesn't talk about business finance, but I thought... Okay, for well, those listeners who didn't catch the, the previous episode, who's this Mr. Bach? No, you can listen to the previous episode. You want to know about Mr. Bach. <laughs> okay. he's, he's a guy who wrote... Uh, David Bach wrote uh, a book called Smart Couples Finish Rich that we had read early on in our marriage. And he, to, as far as I know, is the guy who invented this... this concept called the latte factor where you're you're watching what you spend and and the cost the real cost of what you're spending so i thought i'd take what he did and apply it to a business finance and see what happened there so personal finances you're of course taking in wages paying taxes and deductions and then going from there it's similar with the business uh except with a business that you usually it's flipped with personal you know you keep 70 and give away 30 right. with business is sort of opposite, right? right? Especially if you have a physical products business, you've got a cost of goods sold to take into account and all those yeah, other manufacturing, expenses. Manufacturing, inventory, yeah. warehousing. 
legal accounting. If you're in a home office or, or an office office, you've got expenses there. You've got advertising, travel, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if you're lucky, you might even have wages and you might even turn a profit and pay corporate taxes. Uh, and then at the end, you look at you look at that number and it's going to be probably closer to 30 than it is to 70. And hopefully it's above zero. So what you can do if, if you're in business for yourself is just look at last year's numbers and hopefully you've got an income statement, also called a profit and loss statement that either you prepared yourself or your accountant prepared. And basically you look at the top line, which is revenue, and you look at the bottom line, which is your net income, and you divide the bottom line into the top line and that is your net profit. So just to keep it simple, let's say the top line was 20,000. You had $20,000 in revenue over a certain period of time and your bottom line was 4,000. So after you took away all those expenses, you ended up with 4,000 in net profit. So 4,000 divided by 20,000, that's 20% net profit. Okay, so like I said, sort There's of There's a lot of numbers going on it, here. It's sort we're of flipped have, from personal. Yes, we're gonna have this in our show notes too for those who are like me, very visual. And petting a dog. <laughs> I'm keeping a dog from barking. I'll make it even simpler. Let's say it's $10,000 of income. Right. And $2,000 bottom line, uh, net income after expenses, two thousand out of ten thousand is twenty percent. Yes. So your 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 uh, net profit rate is twenty percent. So you can see where I'm going with this. This is sort of flipped from the personal, where you keep most of the money in the business. You've got twenty percent left over to now spend on business latte, whatever that is. Mm. It could be. It could actually be latte. A lot of business people will use that money to buy latte. And, and the funny thing is, they'll think to themselves. Ah, it's a write-off. I can just write off this $5, $5 expense and, and that's good. What you have to keep in mind is that's only good if the business turns a profit. A lot of times, especially in businesses that are starting out, that bottom line is really close to zero or it's at zero or it's below zero, which means you showed a loss for the year. Right. And writing off another $5 doesn't do you any good there because all that writing off does is turn your income down on your income statement so that you pay less tax, but you only pay tax when you have a profit. So a lot of times people are fooling themselves when they say, oh, I'm just gonna write this stuff off. You, it's like when, you're, when people think they're writing stuff off that they're just taking magic money from the, yes. from the money tree. This is money that you, your business worked hard to make. And let's say you're at a 20% net profit, that means, let's do the math. Um, you, take, you basically take the amount you spend and you divide by the net profit. So at a 20% net profit, you spend $5. You take $5 divided by your 20% net profit and it comes out to $25. Which means it took you $25 in revenue to have that $5 left over to spend on your latte. Wow. So now your business latte is a $25 <laughs> latte. So you've got to think twice about that because even after you, you spend that $5, you've now broken even on $25 worth of revenue. So can you take this equation and use it then for a trade show that you're gonna invest in? Absolutely, that's, that's one really big latte. Yes. But let's say your net profit is 20% and a trade show costs you $5,000. Okay. That means in order to break even, you have to generate $25,000 of revenue from that trade show. Crazy, but true. If you sell $20,000 at that trade show, you're losing money. If you sell $26,000, now you're starting to make a couple dollars. Wow. So 
as the expenses get bigger, obviously the factor gets bigger. And that's something you have to keep in mind. A lot of people, they look at what something costs, but they don't think about what's on the other end. Yes, that's right. Because I think sometimes we think, okay, we spend, let's just say for easy numbers, we'll say we spend a hundred dollars on a trade show table and I and of course this is fictional this is not yeah true. it's not much you can make that back easy all you gotta do is sell a hundred bucks worth of stuff right? yeah so people think okay I sold a hundred dollars worth I I made money but no you absolutely didn't make money and so elaborate on that one well let's say that you're at a 20% average net profit for the year you simply plug that in uh, $100 spent on your table divide by the 20% and it's $500 you got to sell $500 of stuff. That's to break even and not lose money. Yes. You have to sell more than 500 to make any money. And you could, let's say you bought a $100 table and spent a day at a trade show and you sold $600. Well, you know, you're gonna, you made $20 profit at the end of the year on that last extra $100 after break even. So you worked all day for 20 bucks. So wow. you probably shouldn't be aiming for break even. I mean, it depends. Depending, a lot of trade shows you will aim to break even because you're simply building relationships for the future where you're going to make profits on every sale going forward. Um, if it's a one-off sort of craft fair type trade show, basically the money you make that day is the money you make. So you'd have to aim for a lot higher than that. Now, you may have 50% net profit in your business, which makes trade shows a lot more appealing than if you had you know 10% net profit in your business. Okay, so let's plug in the 50% number it's easy 50 percent hundred dollar table two hundred dollars sold break even five hundred dollars sold you have two hundred and fifty dollars in profit minus your hundred dollar table yet you've made a hundred and fifty dollars so this is why it's so important to know your numbers and and know when you start making a profit and uh, i truly encourage you to look at our show notes so you could see these great equations there and ron thank you so much for your time i do you want to end with any one tip of advice? Okay, I'd say if you go to a trade show and you've calculated all the costs and you know that goal you're aiming for, because it's always good to have a goal, the goal you're aiming for in order to not break even but make a profit right. that's worth your that's while, right. stop and think about it as you're going to get a latte during a downtime <laughs> in that trade show. <laughs> Because that's going to have a larger effect on your on your profit than you might have thought before. Yeah, so I think that when you are going into a trade show and you're paying for this trade show, you need to know what your magic number is. You need to know what your magic number is before you even start so that you have this number you want to achieve during the show to make sure that it is a profitable show. And if you drink latte, factor that in as well. <laughs> yes. That's the business latte factor. Yeah, so thank you so much, Ron, for your time and for this these great uh, tips on numbers. And we love hearing from you, so please do find me on Twitter at Chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table. And let us know what uh, how this latte factor is affecting you personally or in your business. And let us know if you're using these equations for your business. And, and yeah, I would love to hear. So thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.